activate. Now the time has come for our 4th of July special because we're American and we have roots coming out of this country just like everybody else. But at the heart of it, we are straight up Americans, baby. And we love independence, freedom. We really like autonomy. So we're bringing a special to you on this episode, sharing and commemorating in our ideas, thoughts, philosophies, maybe maybe a little touch on the history and some occult stuff. Yeah, and how it all ties together, right? Because this is a Vedic Astrology podcast, so we are going to talk about Vedic Astrology, but even more so, I want to say people have a hard time understanding Vedic Astrology, quote unquote, but it's not really that they can't understand it. It's that they're programmed to believe that Western astrology is the real astrology and Vedic astrology is for the people that live on the other side of the world, which is not true. I've been saying for a while that I believe that Western astrology is the hugest psyop. It's tied to the Roman empire. It keeps people paralyzed in, in the caste system, right? And Vedic astrology teaches you how to navigate through the world according to the lunar calendar, which is, that's us. That's all of humanity. You know, John D said we live in a sublunary world. So if we live in a sublunary world, we follow the fluctuations of the moon and its patterns. And you'll just see when you do that, that makes your life a lot easier. Yeah. Well, and people tend to always put their impressions upon certain teachings too and I, I, I like the idea of being free for this, the sense of uh, not just autonomy but uh, it's almost like not having dogma when you're truly a free spirit and I'm not yeah, talking like, like a K2. free spirit like go to Coachella dress up with like a flower shirt and then go to That's Burning the Man and then somehow hitch a ride to like Central America and then like live off like someone else's bio farm (laughs) and then like try to make TikToks to be famous. No, we're talking about like uh, applying the knowledge to make your life better. That's how I think of Jyotish. I think certain other, even the Hindu astrologers too, kind of think it's about predictions. I'm not really into that. And I don't think it works best to just say it's only purpose is predictions, right? Now, we're going to do this the best way we know how, and that's to help people get better ideas and to take better choices in their life. Just how like George Washington and Thomas Jefferson and Ben Franklin and Thomas Paine and Andrew Jackson, they were all talking about creating a document that ended up becoming probably one of the most genius documents in recorded history, at least in like recent times, right? Right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was the the meeting of the minds of the defactors of a empire that was oppressive and would not allow them to uh, move beyond the crown or what the crown dictated. And the people of the land, which were the indigenous people that created this document and it was based on the 
the document that was created by these nations of people that lived here and there was different versions of you know many societies across what is now the united states but now what they did was they consolidated into a document that protected all residents of the land of the united what became the united states so yeah and and returning to an order is important and i think with this sort of like soft Pluto return the U.S. is having, uh, it's a reminder. It's a soft Pluto return. What do you mean? It's a hard Pluto return. It's so soft. I'm like, <laughs> I don't what want is to sound like too intense new... that it's like it's Dude. the harshest Dude, Pluto return. Dude, the United States ever. has Pluto conjunct K two. Yeah, so we're in a bit of a, a, an axis between like, okay, does the Fed want to just throw a digital coin at us? They probably don't know themselves. And the K2 Pluto, to me, is a sign of indecision. But this is super cool. So it's got Rahu in Pushya and K2 in Shravana. Which, when I see that, I'm thinking, okay. Um, and it's Rahu conjunct Mercury, which is mercury in pushya as well so what is pushya it's about nourishing right it's about taking care of the land it's about cows oh my god america slaughters tons of cows yeah. all the time like this is their culture is beef it's what for you know it's what's for dinner like the slaughter of cows is is like synonymous with america and then you've got K2 and Shravana conjunct Pluto. Like, of course, there's going to be all these people wanting to get back to nature, right? They're going to want to connect with the land or buy large plots of land. Like, that's the trend right now. Yeah. I think it's an evolutionary step forward from a lot of the ignorance that's happened in this country. But we shouldn't beat ourselves up too bad because... I mean, uh, I'm not. <laughs> I, a lot I, of us are seeing the change in trends and the idea of like what people give a crap about, like the North node with Mercury is kind of tough as far as like where we, the U S took that, like we took that and created TVs. We took that and made media. And then we've just utterly made a waste of our time by promoting such bad mental hygiene as Terrence would put it. So I think there's a return to order and freedom is so important, right? Um, and it's weird how, I mean, almost every astrologer now too after 2020 seemed to have a little bit of a political take, I'd say. It seems like it kind of like even got into spirituality, right? That's so annoying. But I, I not, find that annoying. I don't want to hear it, but. But how does it. But it this creates is this where like filter. politics kind of <laughs> is in between some sort of like idealistical idealistic pursuits and then like how does religion tie into that that sort of thing comes out right because like honestly like i'm gonna sound like an anarchist but like government should never have any right to tell me to put any framework around any part of me being alive in this body for the temporary time a minute what does that have to do with anybody else well, apparently a lot of institutions think it does have to do with everybody else. So the problem is how do we create a sustainable future that's not 
lousy and full of really bad and stupid counterintuitive ideas that actually regress as far as we're concerned, like eating Z-bugs or driving a, a car that won't charge for Or ha- taking a universal or, basic income just to sit at home and do nothing and actually create nothing for society other than consume. And then spy on people all together. It's kind of stupid. I mean, I think most people generally, all they want is a, a nice sunny day. You know, people just want to, oh, wow, it's actually nice out. That's what people generally want, something simple, you know. And I think, you know, this wacky idea that people are doing bad things, it's because they're lashing out against a framework of a system that's kind of losing its its pursuit. There's no drive. So a lot of people are learning harsh lessons. If you have a lot of money, it doesn't mean you're going to become a god. You know, a lot of people that have money have problems still. And these are all lessons, right? Things that a lot of people are learning from um, and that our pursuits are somewhat meaningless if they're totally within like a materialistic means, right? Um, so I think a lot of people have should have more to give in America because we, we keep hoarding our wealth and getting greedy about money and how much the economy sucks and all this, but like America really has nothing to give or contribute culturally to the world. Like Americans culture, if we want to boil it down to the essence of American culture, it's bad food, stupid celebrities, even worse music, terrible cars, shitty roads, fast food culture. But if you want to think positive about America, we have the document called the Declaration of Independence. And we have, you know, we have this whole framework. Now, most people don't even know where the name America comes from. And I think we were talking about this. So I knew who it was right away because I'm a nerd and I study all these things. So America comes from the name Amerigo Vespucci, who was shockingly an Italian merchant, explorer, and cartographer. Here's the connections. America was named after this guy who had a few important voyages. But his family worked for the Medici family, which the Medicis were immortalized in Machiavelli, right? Now, the Medicis, how are they tied to America? Well, there's a famous bridge here where we live that has lions on it. And it's two lions that are replicas of the lions that were in front of the Medici mansion. What's up with that? The lions. So this explorer, Amerigo, he wanted to explore and find India. Mm. He, that's, that was his goal, that there was a continent out there called India. So he went on a few voyages, and on his voyages, his first voyage was listed 
at 16 degrees latitude. That's where he landed. So if you know latitude and longitude, all you have to do is look on a map and you'll see 16 degrees latitude is always going to be 16 degrees latitude, which was somewhere on the border of Colombia and Nicaragua. Hmm. He ended up in South America. He followed the coast all the way up through the Straits of Florida. Wow. Why were they coming here? Then the second voyage was marked as six degrees south probably meaning of the equator, at the mouth of the Amazon. So he explored the Amazons in South America. Yeah. Then the third important thing, which was part of these early voyages, were he mapped the stars Alpha and Beta Centauri. So I think if you're going to be a leader, you have to know this stuff. You have to know astrology, astronomy, sciences, philosophy, and cartography in order to be a leader. If you don't know those things, what are you doing? You're getting bought out by pharmaceutical companies. You know nothing. This is where America's at now. People don't want people like that. They don't want people in race car drivers' outfits wearing like sponsorships by like Pfizer, Moderna, McDonald's. They want people to be sponsored by God, guns, and farms. <laughs> which is what America was originally founded on. Yeah. And hemp. Yep. It was written on hemp. Yep. These guys were philosophical, free-thinking problem solvers. Right. And there was still like hints of that left and like whatever was destroyed throughout like the freaking Inquisition and all these crazy events that took away knowledge. Right. But then you've got like a, a small band of guys that were basically cowboys as far as thinking they get to some new piece of land and will do things right. Right. Um I'm talking about the founding fathers and you're right. They were very knowledgeable and many people speculate on whether the Freemasons are actually doing the right things. Um, but there's still something to be said about whatever knowledge can be contained within their walls. Um, now I don't believe in secrets, but certainly there's, Set, like sex throughout all of history, not just for certain groups where hidden knowledge was the thing that they considered to be beheld. Right. Um, but I think higher knowledge only translates into our life as certain emotions we experience and certain uh, feelings such as being free, feeling happy, um, energetic full of enthusiasm what what springs forth when you have those type of emotions that are you would say positive right well in america you have the choice right you have the choice to get that damn shot you have the choice to go eat crappy food that contains over 20 chemicals and they're still saying it's a potato fry Right. 
like, oh my gosh, I just wanted potato fries, but I found out that there's stuff I don't even know how to pronounce in the ingredient of food that they made. It's like, why? What, what kind of like disaster was this? <laughs> um, but it's the reawakening, right? Um, and certainly some sort of revolution can take place where uh, we remember our roots and uh, dang, what a better way to express our rights than to create a podcast. Um, you know, I never would have thought that like now if you just think uh, about freedom of speech, it's somehow like a political stance. I mean, like it is, but it's so it's rudimentary, right? Um, but that was a huge inspiration for us. And I, we talked about it in one of our very first episodes that because it seemed like freedom of speech was under attack, like this whole idea about like censoring people is like kindergarten stuff, right? Um, like no matter what, this is our podcast. And unless our platform said we can't make them anymore, it doesn't matter. We'll just create our own domain and still make episodes under Raven's Nest Vedic Astrology. Um, so it's kind of funny how other corporations and you see all these damn celebrities getting sort of caught up in the, the, uh, just the culture, right? Like Terrence said, culture is not your friend. And it's like, yeah, because they're pushing some agenda that just has nothing to do with the rest of the world. They're so far out in left field that now they're, you know, talking about like, uh, the medical rights and like cooking pizzas and all this craziness. And it's like, these people have literally no good ideas. They're not creative and they clearly have some sort of, uh, bad energy towards humanity. <laughs> so, uh, why not I digress on that and talk about something from a book we have called Harish, or it's written by Harish Johari, and he did Vedic numerology. Yeah, let's with, hear about the numerology of the United States. With the planets, yeah. So I thought the easiest way to do this was to use his numerology, and he said if you add up your name, not your name, the day, month, and the year in numbers, you get a destiny number. And unlike other systems, this is, again, a Vedic numerology book. So what you're going to hear is based off this book. Uh, it's an actual lineage. And number five is what we get to when you add up July 4th, 1776, and you get the planet ruling the five as Mercury. Hmm. Um and I love that. That's, I think that's cool. Business, commerce, yeah. youth. Yeah. And you can say the exchange of Traveling ideas, to other worlds. Communications, yeah. That's so cool. I love that. Um, Let's hear about it. It says as a person, people, they become very strong, obstinate, independent, but dependable, lucky, wise, attractive, and impressive. Um, just that alone, you see the word independent. We're talking about Independence Day. So that seems to be a very good thing. It's freedom of expression seen in this number. Um, let's go further. It says that this is a good destiny number because it brings gentleness, kindness, wisdom, intuition, insight, happiness, alertness, and good luck. Uh, brings wealth through lottery, inheritance, 
risks taken in business. Uh, it says the natives are logical, rational, and systematic. It's power to speculate, progress in the material field. Sometimes it makes them pioneers, discoverers, and inventors in the field of work. Man, would you not say that there's been a ton of pioneers in this country? Would you say that the entrepreneurial spirit has brought, as much as we could say there's a lot of dumb stuff that people have created, right? Um, a lot of dumb stuff became very lucrative, um, unfortunately. But at the same time, people have thrived off um, free market capitalism and, and new thought. People like Napoleon Hill writing these kind of different perspective books that were probably, I mean, a book like Think and Grow Rich changed the destiny of humankind in my eyes. Um, and it was well ahead of its time. Wouldn't you say so? Yeah, I think you can look at that book in a few ways. Like people, um, people have always been fascinated by the, the wealthy class, right? They look up to them like people, um, they were like the original celebrities before there was TV. It was like the rich people that you would see, like their decadent outfits or their cars, or they always had the inventions first because they had access to them. And then you come to where we're at now in society, everybody's on an equal playing field on the internet, like this Rahu influence that they invented thinking that they can control and manipulate people, which they can. But what they didn't expect was that some random person could break their algorithm and become extremely famous because regular people want to see regular people. <laughs> regular people can relate to regular people. Regular people can't relate to an influencer that's got like bright red hair and like 20 pounds of makeup on and like an extreme lighting situation in a studio that makes it look like they're in their bedroom. So it's like this simulated energy where they're like, I'm just at home. And I like, I got this message. <laughs> well, that's, that's very Rahu, right? They think that because they spend the most money on set design and costuming and lighting that they can create this person that everyone can, will think is in their room, but people's energy won't gravitate towards it because it's inauthentic. Right. There's a certain part of ourselves that is constantly being suppressed by, by these devices and this uh, electromagnetic field of Wi-Fi, And um, it, it attacks your ability to relate to your intuition telling you, Hey, maybe I shouldn't be on my phone for like six hours straight or my computer six hours straight because I'm t picking up a lot of uh, frequencies, right? Yeah. It's radiation, plain and simple. Right. It's, it's like if you don't have a microwave, first of all, congratulations. You're <laughs> escaping the original cancer machine, that thing that like, Atomically, what it's doing is it's taking the water molecules and it's zapping them to create this uh, illusion of cooking your food. That's why it tastes like that, because it destroys the water element, right? Yeah. 
yeah, I mean, even stuff like that. They and, know what they're doing with frequencies. They know that if they put that in every home, people will not be getting the nutrients that they need. And then they're going to have to buy supplements. And then if they need the supplements and they're lacking nutrients and they're going to be at the doctor all the time, boom, your whole market for quote unquote health is there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been pretty intricately orchestrated to cater to keeping you you know, at odds with your, your paychecks or your, uh, you know, your wallet. You know how much I've and... spent on healthcare in my life? <laughs> zero. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would be zero, but I was in a state that mandated that I got Obamacare. And if I didn't have it, I would have to pay taxes. <laughs> Isn't that something? Yeah, that's, that's like, pretty, that's pretty funny. They want to do that. I'm the healthiest person I know because I take charge of my health and I I'm curious about it. And that's, let's get back to the United States. Mercury, Mercury is curiosity. People don't have curiosity that it's curated. Yeah. Everything's curated. Like stop it. And it's all, yeah. Curate for it sure. yourself. For sure. <laughs> yeah, they definitely do that. I mean, in everywhere you turn in culture, they've got the answer, you know, Oh, you, you can't question the mysteries of the world or like the fact that like India's here like beyond 6,000 years ago at least. And then like, you know, don't worry about anything they were doing, even though like all the ancient ruins kind of are proving that they had some sort of advanced Turkey, technology. Turkey, India, Tibet, like, like, all those places getting destroyed because they don't want you to realize that. Just trust in Jesus. Jesus loves you. It's like... That's cool. I get it. That's great. But also, it's very just like straight, plain and simple. Like, okay, that's like the left saying love is love. It's like, okay, but that doesn't really answer questions. It doesn't really, yeah, like ultimately, like spiritually, I feel like love is going to propel you forward. But like... Words don't solve problems. Yeah, word salads don't get us anywhere you know like i'd love for fucking sorry jesus to just come back and just fix everything yeah that'd be great but it's just it's not, not gonna here happen. yet and it's not, it's not happening happen. right now it's so never a, gonna happen so until then and then i do think that we gotta learn to meditate in our country we gotta learn to, to turn a little bit more inward and have those you can call it prayer but you can call it something as simple as reflecting too it's the same concept. And you know what's happening right now, too, which is really interesting, speaking of prayer? What? So, America's founded on this day, the day when around this time every year there's two important happenings in cultures that are lunar-based cultures. First, India, holy month of Shravan, happens around the Purnima, or the full moon, of the in this time of year, right? Right. Here's the other one. People go to do the Hajj, which is they walk around in Mecca. They do the circumambulation of the black stone. They do the pilgrimage. In the same area? They do at at the same time. Oh, at the same time. So it's the end of their lunar year. It's pretty interesting. And it's the beginning of the most holy time in India, Shravan, both very high holy days. Whatever you make of it, there's very high holy days. And these months, at this time, when the United States is founded, this is 
something very interesting to think about. Yeah. It's like, why are, why are they always, and I'm, when I say they, it's the people that want to destroy ancient cultures. Why are they always creating new holidays or festivals or things that cover up these ancient festivals? Yeah. They're not trying to be in sync with it. Maybe they are. Who knows? That's what we don't know. Now, if we had a better um, communication of these type of things in the United States, we would know. But we can infer that there's a possibility they were trying to link themselves with the energies. Because I, I want to say, I think our founding fathers were pretty spiritual people and were aware of other people's spiritual practices. I don't think they would be aware of people in, you know, um, Saudi Arabia or Kuwait or those Muslim countries as much because they didn't have access. But I think they definitely had India on their radar, like we were talking about with Vespucci looking for India. Right. Why were they looking for India? Because there had been connections to it, right? Um, Somewhere in history's timeline. Yeah, so... I think there was something that they were searching for and they were searching for um, a place to start that they can freely pursue their goals, whether it be spiritual or business. And I think America definitely has to chart for a place where you can conduct business, especially foreign business, right? There's this if we're looking at the right ascendant now i'm using the time given by the astrologer ebenezer sibley who i really um either i'm going to write an article about him or we'll do another episode about him um that's to be debated but he is worth looking into he created the birth chart for the united states and studied it and if you look at the chart that he gave it makes a lot of sense for this country um He and the United States both have a lot of important planets in the eighth house of wills, trusts, estates, uh, the occult. And I think those are very, very important topics in the United States. Everything here is like contracts and laws and like land and, and like, you know, birth certificates and driver's licenses and social security numbers and you have to have this number to do that and you have to have that number to do that and this is your phone number and this is your uh id number and then this is your car's vid number like everything's got a number right yeah it's like that's mercury it's like we gotta have all these things in order it's gotten so complex now it's about to implode create everything's (laughs) one one world government one digital id it's going to be so easy. You're going to eat fried caterpillars and it's going to taste like sausage. You, you won't even care Lab about created it. meat. You go to some town center and have like an air tube pass you your week's worth of food. If you've been a good citizen because you had a good social credit score. Did you watch Ninja no. Turtles? No. Not really. Okay. For all those people that watch Ninja Turtles, when you said that, I thought of Crank. Do you remember Crank? No, I don't. Crank is like 
he was the brain in a jar that oh, likes that, thing. that floating thing in the <laughs> jar. Isn't that creepy? <laughs> I mean, that's what they want us to be. They want us to be that, like, I don't know why I thought of that, but I just thought, I think that's his name. Fictional supervillain in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. He kind of looks like an octopus slash brain. Ew, yeah. Oh, I remember seeing that. Yeah, it's some kind of diabolical, like... It's like a tulpa squid or brain. something. Yeah, it's like a tulpa. Squid brain that's in a little glass jar. <laughs> a gelatinous, tentacled brain deprived of a body who achieves mobility through the use of an android body. Ew! Pretty weird, man. I mean, We'll probably get, like, ads on our phone or some, like, memes going to come out where, like, somebody in some random country created that. Coming, That's of course. So weird. <laughs> um, He's a master planner and strategist, and a skilled leader. <laughs> I mean, I... that's gonna be real good. Now, we got more coming because we got to do finish Nakshatra deities. Um, oh but yeah! This was an episode that kind of is a part of having your own podcast and having anything that's your own. You can do it how you want and be just as fun and entertaining as usual. So we appreciate this special 4th of July episode, share some of our uh, freedom loving thoughts and ideas and kind of correlating it back to astrology. Um, using that, using the tool of astrology and, and, and not only there's a side of astrology too, that, is many don't perceive as astrology and it's simply tuning into yourself right because on those certain days that where something bad happens yeah maybe you can come to the conclusion rough transit not feeling good negative energy whatever the conclusion is you don't have to overanalyze it right um the important thing is to 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 I don't want to use combat because it's not something to be combative about, but we shift energies, whether you need to go for a walk every evening, whether you need to meditate for 15 minutes a day, whether you like, a, there's a certain pretty song that you like, and it kind of lifts you out of a mood. Um, whatever kind of makes your heart sing is uh, important in a country where freedom is supposed to be beheld, right? Um, so it's baffling that we even had to think about what freedom is over the past, like five years. It seems like that, uh, it's at, it seems like it's at stake again, which it's not, and it won't ever be in America, um, because of these founding fathers that we really kind of give our hats off to, um, that knew about these kind of ancient tools, right? They knew about astrology. Um, they knew about other cultures. There was something there that we could exchange with other cultures um, and be mature about it. Be like a progressive human, not like some greedy or like fearful based person that thinks that the uh, head, the head cheese of, this territory 
wants to just cut our heads off. That's pretty barbaric, right? So may our vision of our future be filled with that freedom loving spirit that can be found in America. Um, that's what I got for this special episode. And I'm going to hand it off to you to let you finish it off. I was just thinking, uh, it reminds me of this song. In the town where I was born, lived a man who sailed to sea. And he told us of his life in the land of submarine. Yeah, keep it short. You don't want to get copyrighted on our special. <laughs> Food for thought. So that's uh, going to have to do it, guys. Uh, wishing you happy, prosperous energy during this month of uh, Shravan. Shravan. And also, do yourself a favor. Read the Constitution today. See what this country is all about. Why are you living here? Do you resonate with that document? There's got to be at least one article that you love. So, yeah. Know your rights. 